0: Joke for February, no March 4th, 2020. How's it going? Oh my goodness, I'm, I'm trying to reach the clear air. I, uh, you know, my, with my upcoming trip in April, that's uh, looking at more and more like it's gonna get cancelled. And I got a text message this morning uh, saying the flight schedule has been changed, so basically, it's been delayed a day. Uh, I'm just gonna read you what I got in the text message in the morning I was, as I was driving into work. Uh, Korean Air uh, on April 17th, rescheduled departure to April 18th, arrival April 18th, 1240. And then I get another message saying Korean Air, uh, April 10th, going from Toronto to Seoul, Incheon Airport got moved to 2.30 Saturday, uh, 4.11. And then I get a third message saying call this number for my reservation number. And I call the number about 45 minutes and it goes to the busy signal. (laughs) I go to the website and then I was like, all right, it's weird. And then does Korean Air have a fucking uh, chat service or whatever? So I finally go to the Korean Air website and open my reservation. I noticed that not only did the date change by a day, the fucking airport changed from Toronto to Vancouver. Of my round trip, so I'm flying from Vancouver to Incheon instead of Toronto to Incheon, my plan was to drive from Michigan to uh, Toronto, you know, the day before or something, uh, and then I'm like, dude, I'm not, like, how am I gonna get to Vancouver, that's like, hey, uh, your flight was supposed to go from New York to London, oh, by the way, we changed that to LA to London, I was like, what the fuck? Like, how, how do you expect me to go from, even if I were to make the trip, how am I supposed to go over to fucking Vancouver? And then I'm like, with the fucking coronavirus, the OVD, uh, going all over King County, Sohomish County, There are like six deaths so far. Unless the number changed the last little few hours, I don't fucking know. And I, I just go, everyone died in King County in Seattle area, and Vancouver is right there in like hour and 40 minutes. I'm like, you want me to go over there where everybody's there and fly? Do you really want me to die? Not only do I like fly into Korea, the hotbed of the fucking thing, and also when I come back, make sure that I catch the fucking disease in the most like hot area of North America. Are you fucking kidding me, Korean Air? You know, I, I I'm sure that's not what they're intending, but I'm like, it's like what I gonna. Wait, we want you to die, BK. We want you to die! No, no, I don't know if that's a thing, but I'm just like, that's how I heard it. I just, like, start getting, like, worried. I'm like, Jesus, is my time up? I-, I had a good run in my life, so I just go like, I guess this is it. So, but, anyway, so that's the situation personally affecting the coronavirus, the novel coronavirus at the moment. Now, again, I go like, don't panic. Don't you know, wash my hands and all that shit. You know that said, it has finally you know started showing its face in America, and then everyone's fucking freaking out about like Italy, Iran, all these fucking places, and I, I don't understand. Like Korea, numbers are going up. Italy, no, Italy, finally getting numbers, and then just go. Yeah, I'll, some of these countries are like really slow to like actually trying to detect people. Like Korea had its own episode. With the MERS 10 years ago, right? Was it 10 years ago already? 2010? 2011? Well, 2010 was swine flu The H1N1 flu So this was... Oh, yeah, 2017 Uh, 2018 Yeah, it was pretty recent The MERS outbreak in 2018 You know, oh, and then uh, 2015 So... They had this whole... This is like two presidents ago Now I think about it Two presidents ago? One president... Anyways So, Korea had this freak show So they're way more sensitive about, you know, for the epidemiology of the sorts So they've been, like, testing, scanning people non-stop with the precautionary measures and, like, all that stuff Japan, on the other hand, was, like, counting slow Keep the fucking cruise ship off the shore Get 3,000 people infected Now you realize that people who escaped either Wuhan, you know, when the whole disease started breaking out or the cruise ship people who came back after they got quarantined, unquarantined. I guess they're spreading it in America. So thanks Japan for lack of fucking action. And I'm like this, dude, like it's unbelievable. And then it's like now they're canceling school, you know, public events, wrestling shows are canceled. Again, wrestling, it's like it's a public event. What do you expect? Um, and it's like oh, Olympics will go on. And I'm like no, 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 this ain't fucking happening. It's like the Spanish flu in 1918. This ain't fucking happening. Like, you, you fucked up the cruise, and now you want to, like, fuck up more world with the Olympics? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, anyway, so Korea's been counting a lot. Italy, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're like, we, we are going to have a... I'm not going to even get to the economic, the fucking, what is it, the stimulus. I'm going to get to that in a little bit. But, I, you know, countries are stepping up. Now they're, like, trying to figure out, especially in America. Jesus, like... In the state of Michigan, there's no scanner here, man. And then the insurance, is like, oh, I don't know. You got to pay $380. It's not covered by your insurance. Fuck. Shit. Um, now it's like, people thought it was a West Coast thing. It's like, Chinese people up on the West Coast. But now they realize, oh, we found it in Rhode Island. Oh, fuck. We found it in New York State. I go, uh, yeah, some people went to fucking Italy. Some people went to Iran. Some people went to wherever. This thing is, not just China, Korea, you know Can we stop with the racism a little bit? I can't believe this, but I'm defending I'm defending, you know, a couple items that I usually, you know, am very critical of Which is the Chinese government and <laughs> that that quack fucking church in Korea So, quack church, if you don't know in Korea, came out You know, yesterday, uh, as a Monday, this week on the March 2nd uh, The church, center Jinche- That church, the quack church, the leader, the 88-year-old leader came out and started apologizing And then blamed the evil and all that shit And then I think some people want to prosecute the church for murder charges And I'm like, alright, alright, alright If it weren't this church, it was going to be somebody else Again, Wuhan's a big-ass fucking city So, everyone's looking for a scapegoat Whether it's a fucking bad soup, fucking exotic food delicacy you know the market chinese people you know korean people and you know, it's like you dirty motherfuckers uh, and then you know all that racism sipping out but uh, aside from that like completely forgetting that swine flu over here started from the farms and all that shit america and what about the rest of bbc but but, 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 but but i'm gonna stop with the what, what about there and the chinese government you know you know however they responded yes you okay, can talk about that forever and they're like why didn't you notify earlier well we don't want to cause panic blah 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 we wanted to understand because this is a brand new disease yes 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 we get that but the amount you know how they're the technology and trying to detect the disease after what happened to SARS 15 years ago or 17 years ago and all that I think they are doing their best um I'll be honest, and then they lock down everybody The most authoritarian way possible Which is fucking scary Because you can't imagine that happening Not just in America, but in Italy and all that stuff So there's that On the other hand, Japan, looks like they're taking Their sweet ass time You know, doing things And then just trying to make it seem like Everything's fine, everything's fine I was like, yeah, it was Nissan, Mitsubishi, Renault Fine, you mad at Gosun still? You know, all that shit you know, I, I just like whatever that closed off culture that Japan presents looking innocent and shit, you know, pisses me off. And this is coronavirus handling. And that happened with the fucking cruise ship. And in turn, it made it worse. What? You could not isolate people in your country? It's like, stay on your fucking ship. And I'm like. Yeah, and you, you, you know what? You know, host the fucking Olympics. Hey, let's have disease go all over the place if not all the Olympic athletes are fucking left and right at the Olympic Village for the two and a half weeks over there, okay? So there's that. I'm mad at, at Italy you know, and then now the economic stimulus that's been going in in Europe and stuff is like, Italy is like, we're going to finally in the 3.8 billion euros. I'm like, you got no fucking money. You're so fucking poor. He's like, you're not ready for this. And then they're going to have their Italian parliament drama if they didn't have that already. He's like, we must unite the country. Like, no, oh, It's like, good fucking luck. And then <laughs> the Fed cut the rate. You know, all that sell-off that's been happening in the stock. And I've been getting emails from Ally Bank. There's a chief investment officer or some shit. Uh, Lindsay Bell. Is that a guy or a girl? I'm going to assume it's a dude. Because Lindsay Bell is a... Lady name Hold on, hold on, hold on Let me see Ally Bank Lindsay Bell Lindsay Bell I'm gonna Chief Investment Strategist Is it a lady? I found the LinkedIn Let's see Let's see the photo No photo! So Anyways So I, 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 I And then they started sending an email it's like, you know You know, times like this And then, you know Times like this Blah, 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 blah And then I'm like Why are you sending me shit, this shit? A short a uh, Market volatility update This is from February 25th Volatile days are a good reminder that investing to reach your financial goals sometimes can feel uneasy, blah, 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 blah. Uh, It's a bumpy watch, investors are, yeah, this is why the market fucking crashed, don't panic. Short note, another one, end of last week, it spooked the investors. The S&P 500 fell more than 12%, the swiftest sell-off in history, yeah, since 2008. This correction comes a worrying trend, blah, blah, blah. Get my full take. On the fucking coronavirus and all that so far Making me click on the emergency Fed rate cut The note comes in today on a Tuesday uh, In response to coronavirus fears The Fed announced a 0.5% emergency interest rate cut Its first and largest since the financial crisis uh, Cuts of this magnitude are fairly rare And the Fed typically reserves them for often s- For significant economic weakness uh, like invest assessment In our view it's better for fed to be proactive than reactive us economy still looks solid but there isn't economic data current ca- enough to forecast the extent of the outbreaks impact yet while the move was surprising given the lack of data i agree it shows policymakers are monitoring the situation closely and are ready to act great There's one more move left in my opinion, but I'm going to get to that a little bit. A key concern with this move is that the Fed has now less ammunition to fight a recession if the economy does weaken significantly. What should you do? We believe the economic impact of coronavirus will be transitory, but for now, volatility will persist, and economic growth in the second quarter is likely to be hit the hardest. If that near-term setup makes you nervous, you may want to revisit your plan. Becoming more neutral on your equity exposure may, better suit, but may be better for you. If, on the other hand, you have stronger or longer horizon to reach your goals, consider using volatility to your advantage by opening a managed portfolio, get the fuck out, or buying the securities on your watch list that have become more attractively priced. Read more. But, now, 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 now. So, about the Fed cut... I was very surprised that that is a first response Because, you know, the G7, the G8, G7, you know, decide to come out and say Everything is fine I go, no, it's not I saw it firsthand China slowing down Now Korea slowing down Japan, you know, if those economic numbers were not already like Oh, flimsy enough And then this shit hits And like, you know, although the pollution is away in China Which is... Interesting. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it's great because people aren't going out and being productive because of this uh, virus. Uh, I, I, I I I don't know what else the Fed can do. And Lindsay's absolutely right. There's less ammunition. Alright, you cut the rate after holding steady, not going up as you should, you know, not you know, not feeling comfortable that economic growth is not at the level to increase the fucking interest rate. So uh, but it, to the macro sense of historic view, I feel like this is this is what has happened in the 1930s and 40s and recovering onto the 50s, so this doesn't really change my view, you know, I, but, like, you cut the rate, then what? Okay, you cut the interest rate, is a mortgage gonna be cheaper? Is my credit card bill gonna be cheaper? Is my car loan gonna be cheaper? Fuck no, people already took on all those debts. So like, okay, like what? What what are you stimulating? Are the companies gonna buy more assets and take on stupid debts like AT and T and all these other companies did? You know, what what? What what more can you do with this interest rate? You know? It it's just a posturing in my opinion. And then it is an admittance that, oh shit, this is really bad over the last two months, you know, you're we were you know, we were two-thirds of the way through the first quarter of the year. And then, you know, we are, like, no one's manufacturing. No one's moving shit. No one's going to work. Everyone's tele, you know, working, remote working, and all that shit. You know, things are slow, and then it's going to be reflected, you know. Parts are moving. Line of manufacturing is over there. Thailand, Vietnam, China, uh, in Bangladesh, India, wherever, right? And then now it spreads over to Europe, you know, with the tourism industry mostly over there. No one's gonna travel over there. Japan, no one's gonna travel over to Japan at this point. Korea, fuck it, forget it, too late. Where am I gonna get my new Galaxy S20? I, 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 we have factories in Vietnam, it's like, yes, I understand. We had China and Korea, yes, yes, yes. Uh, Brazil, yes. Uh, I like, yeah, it's a, fuck! It's a bottleneck everywhere. So, You know, I I just go, I don't know what else is left, other than quantitative easing, some sort of stimulus package, which means, Fed has to print more money, uh, if you print more money, is it gonna cause inflation, I don't fucking know, at this point, that's the only other move left at that point, like, Fed has to print money and then start buying up shit, you know? Which is basically, hey, this is a recession recovery process thing. And what after, after all this is over, and then like, hey, uh, we took a lot of hit over a quarter or two at least in the year calendar of twenty twenty. What else is left? This is the unfortunate natural uh, decrease or decrease in the rate of growth in the economy in the fucking world, you know. And I'm sure a lot of people blame China and all that shit, but you know we know about we knew about this virus coming for a long, long time, this type of virus. So, whatever. And then I was like, did you have to eat that fucking bat? And that's another conversation to visit. And I'm sure China is having its own fun there over there. So, but you know what? It, it, it's not a single source of blame that you can just like scapegoat and be like that motherfucker's fault. You know, it's 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 not that simple. Like. And then what what came out of it in China, you know, after SARS? What came out of all, all the fucking camels for MERS? What came out of all those pig farms and fucking swine flu? What came out of that for fucking Zika and mosquitoes in Brazil? What came out of that for Ebola, for all those fucking whatever over there in Africa, right? Like, I'm not saying accept it and live it, but I just go, just calm the fuck down. That's how many, we- it's like, diseases, pandemic... And serious level to a pandemic that we have had since two thousand three. That's that's more than enough in seventeen years. And we had like the housing bubble crisis and all that shit, right? Now and then, you know, I can't believe I'm talking about the fucking corona this long. But so yeah, so that's what happened. Uh, I'm gonna see if I'm gonna have to cancel my flight or if I can find a way to cancel my flight. I cancel my hotel. I'm gonna eat up $500 here. Oh God! And then I'm gonna—I'll I, I, figure that shit out. You know, apparently, I don't know if it's covered by credit card insurance or not. I go like, "Do you want me to go and then, you know, stay to my commitment and be quarantined coming back to America and then die and have my family sue you, Korean Air Marriott?" I don't think so. So, anyways, but I'm sure the volumes are ridiculous calling into those places. All right. Uh, last few things I want to leave. So, uh, this week in Democrats. So, uh, at, to Super Tuesday, the polls are closing soon. As the time I'm recording. This is a Tuesday evening, 7.20 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Pete Buttigieg and Amy Klobuchar dropped out. Tom Steyer dropped out after the South Carolina this past weekend where Joe Biden blew away uh, Bernie Sanders and though whoever's so what do i think well uh i'm a little surprised that pete and amy just endorsed joe biden right away or it sounds like they did uh, i just go hmm uh and I, I the the whole bernie bernie bashing and internal democrat thing continues and then let's see how the super tuesday goes uh but i am going like i want to tell the other candidates shut up and let people do the voting and then go from there Stop This Thing You know The established democrats So uh, I'll probably talk about that more You know Following the super Tuesday And whatever transpires I'm say, This is a political revolution And then Trump's say, Get it Get pretty Get pretty I want it This is a fight of the century We're looking for This is what media really wants You don't want Uncle Jove Who's getting louder and louder That's a malarkey Versus a Trump You don't, you don't want the You want the Revolution Socialism Is not bad you know, versus the, you know, coronavirus, he will go away, oh will go away, that fucking guy. Um, so, I'm going to go visit them next week. All right, so the remaining time, whatever I have left, I wanted to talk about, uh, rest in peace, James Lipton. I I knew, I think James Lipton is a Michigan dude. Uh, I think he's from Detroit, if I remember right. Yes, he was born in Detroit, Michigan in 1926. Jesus, he was 93. I know he was quite aged, but then I didn't know, like... Wow, like, he, he lived past 90, and then, you know what, he, he he went to Wayne State, I didn't know, oh, goddamn, and he's a, anyway, so, uh, he passed away, and also another, uh, another big figure in New York, or in the East Coast that passed away was Jack Welch, Jack Welch, Jack Welch, the former CEO of General Electric, and then now he, <laughs> he had, a. Uh, he, he had his uh, GE run, and then I don't know how many millennials and all these people remember uh, Jack Welch, the Massachusetts boy uh, who died in New York at the age of 84. He's younger than James Lipton. I didn't know that. And then I remember he was uh, U of M, UMass, Amherst, and then uh, Urbana-Champaign dude, Illinois, so he's a Big Ten guy. Then he's a chemical engineer, and then he went to General Electric, and then he became a CEO, and then Bob's our uncle. And then, yeah, what happened to GE? What happened to GE? And then, uh, you know, GE's been shit, you know, since uh, Welch left. And some people are like, wow, that guy's like a top 20. Neutron, G- neutron jack, like a neutron bomb, you know, willing to fire people, you know, at the height of the success, you know, unafraid, candid. You know, all that stuff, you know, and then Six Sigma, you know, GE adopted, you know, the Motorola Six Sigma, which, G, not G, he doesn't even teach that shit anymore. Samsung got rid of it, you know, and, and then you just go, whatever. And then he, he, anyways, he turned General Electric, the Edison company, which is kind of accurate and inaccurate, um, into a goddamn conglomerate that has greatly collapsed over the last 20 years or so. Now... So, you know, Jack Welch has his own management institute and then he's been the, you know, this is how you, you know push your, push your employees. And he instituted not only the Six Sigma mentality and also the stack ranking, which became very infamous at Microsoft and Yahoo adopted after Marissa Mayer came in and, and all those things. And, uh, you know, and this guy was a superstar. And then some people are questioning whether he, you know, he's the ultimate, you know. The fall, at fault for GE's downfall, you know, and all that stuff after what he left at the end of the 20th century. Ah, and then, you know, more recently, you know, he's he's become the grumpy old boomer. You know, he's older than a boomer, you know, supporting Trump. I think Trump is great. I think Obama doesn't know what he's doing. Whenever he's on the YouTube talking, I feel like I'm listening to Lou Holtz or Joe Paterno before he died. Talking, old football coach talking. You know, the Jack Welch Institute of Management. You know, I fundamentally, you know, his his approach in management and leadership, I am completely for it. However, the next part where it comes absolutely short in my opinion is okay, those are great speechy that spe- it's a great halftime pregame speech, okay? Now, in order to materialize into true, you know, output, what what the fuck is your approach? Because well, I watched a sixty minutes clip, uh, you know, the few weeks before he retired in September two thousand one, just uh, like a couple weeks before nine eleven, a week before nine eleven, you know, he retired, and and I and he, I saw a sixty minutes piece, you know, going into two thousand one before the dot com bubble bursted after nine eleven, you know, he was preaching the G people, the managers, you need to go on the internet, the internet is a thing, you know that thing. And it was great, but then like go 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 find your own, go innovate. You know, that, that at least that's the sense that I got. It was like this this man knows what this man knows when the when the opportunity or the disasters on the horizon, which is a which I don't think too many ha- people have the skills to realize what's inevitable. Um that that makes a great leader. And how you communicate that will decide the Somebody becoming a CEO or entrepreneur or whatever versus, you know, Joe Schmo. Um, and he saw this. But then I, what I failed to see and then what I think GE looking from the outside in is going, well, you know what? You fostered the environment of uh, being efficient and be honest. And yet at the same time, it it never created any fostered any innovative environment. And the stack ranking, Six Sigma, great for the manufacturing for the late industrial revolution of manufacturing sector way of, you know, down, you know, waterfall, you know, downstream thinking, okay, great, this is great, but coming into the digital age, digitization of things, you know, he saw that it was coming, but, you know, he left, and then the rest of it, Jeffrey Immelt, uh, Flan- Jack Flannery, I think that was this guy, and then the other CEO now of GE. They ultimately, you know, haven't done uh, such a good job holding it together. But then, you know, when the, I think the real revelation came for General Electric when the economic crisis hit in 2008, the GE Financial, that was like, you know, the big star and got ballooned a lot, kind of got exposed. Like, yeah, you really don't have much cash around. What the fuck? And this guy got paid, and I go, you know what, Jeff, you know, Jack Welch, you know, as much as I love his enthusiasm and energy and people skill and passion, you know, he got paid, he took care of himself, and then he took care of the executives and other people as much as possible, but I'm like, that's very ephemeral, unfortunately, you know, it went from the 1980s to 2000, and... The, whoever, the, whatever the pension guarantee was, you know, it's unquestioned. The dividends are absolutely nothing right now for GE. Uh, they had to cut all the dividends, and then stock prices are tanking. And then he's yelling. He was yelling at Jeffrey Immelt when this all started going down six years ago. I go, dude, like, like you, you left some barebone, fluffy shit. You know, the big talk and nothing really underneath it. You didn't see it, unfortunately. You know, do the Six Sigma there. <laughs> Maybe that's why they got rid of it. They realized that, fuck, we did the Six Sigma and realized that this is all horseshit after all. So, you know, I... I, I That's why I kind of go like... And then the superstar CEO, you know, Jack Welch started it. I, I'll start right there. And he lucked into the whole 80s mind, the Keynesian mindset of shareholder first mentality of that late 80s boom of the economy. Shareholder first and more, more, you know... Shareholder driven, you know, corporate governance and CEO pay, stock options that the executive pay. You know, he was, you know, it was innovative for people getting paid, the rich people getting paid and then getting richer. But has it really innovated? What the hell has G created, you know, under Jack Welch? You know, other than MRI machines and fridges that y- y- you know you're not gonna buy and go fuck the worst option I gotta buy is GE. That's a legacy right now. They had NBC, they had Friends and Seinfeld and Fraser and then I go, well, that was the '90s. That's when NBC was the number one network. Great. What else? Um, uh, RCA. Do you buy an RCA TV? Nah, fuck that. Uh, RCA records? Nah, fuck that. Record companies are gone. What the hell GE has done? The last 20 years. Or even last 40 years. Oh, they have plane engines. All right. What else? What else? X-rays? MRI. Well, Siemens has it too. You know, Toshiba has it too. What else? What else you got? What else you got? Tell me the true innovation coming into the digital age that we go, huh. And then they tried that recently with the Internet of Things. You know, they had that commercial. It's like, you got a job at GE. Yeah. And then, like, uh, well, nothing really happened. They had to break up the company into three pieces. Oh, uh, you know who else broke into pieces? Motorola Solutions and Mobility. And Mobility got sold to Google, which in turn turned, you know, got sold to Lenovo. And Motorola Solutions is doing great. HP also got broken off into two, and uh, which really shows you that American corporations. Uh, you know, here's the first celebrity executive. After that, Steve Jobs, and then now Zuckerberg, you know, now Jack Dorsey, and you know, all that shit. So I just go like, you know what, uh, he was the first, you know, c- celebrity executive who got paid, who got his talking points across, but what has he actually delivered, you know, other than to himself? If you got out of the GE stock, you know, by 2005, five six, good for you, 2001, one two, good for you, you know, you, you knew when to get out. You knew when the out is. And then, you know, some of the life philosophical lessons that he has, you know, I think the one big one he said, you know, I'm ready to come to work, but I'm also ready to leave. You know, people take that as a wrong way. But basically, what he's saying is, look, n- know when to call it. Like, know when to s- stop. Like, you, you you can only go as far as you can go. Cut it. I love that lesson. And then, you know, being a personable manager. Personally, trying to talk to everybody and be excited. You know, like, this guy is a lot like me in many ways. You know, this guy sounds like this guy sounds pretty good, reasonable to me. I'll have a beer with this guy. I'll get a gin and tonic with this guy. You know, I want to go golf with this guy. You know, but then there's a shrewd, you know, like, fucking. Kill a side of him Which makes the next step For the CEO you, like, I see the Jeff Jeff Bezos Fucking documentary About Amazon And all that it's like You know Behind that all Infectious You know Creepy smile And the laughter Is a killer And I just go You know what it, it, That 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 sets the executor You know The ultimate Efficient Excellence of execution Versus The rest of the people But I think Jack Welch has been overly celebrated, and then twenty years later, people kind of see this through. Not because he's a Trump supporter. I don't give a shit, to be honest. But seeing him, you know, being the the staunch fucking Trump lover and Obama hater, just explain to me this guy is blue collar. This guy is this guy is from the 70s, sixties, fifties, and all that. And then he think you know he's completely Keynesian. So he's a Reagan lover. I see. I I, I see it. So I go, eh, shrug my shoulder, and I just go, you know what? And I think on one hand, I go, I think he's a perpetuation of the American corporation executive dream that you know some people just want to reach the cel- you know celebrity stardom spotlight. You know he got it, and this motherfucker got paid. You know good for him. But you know what? Has he truly innovated, you know, created outstanding humanly impacting products like say Steve Jobs did, you know, with his company, you know, all that stuff. No, he didn't do any of that shit. So I just go, whatever man. Great talker, love to get a beer with a guy. You know, Jack Welsh would have been a great YouTube personality if <laughs> if it was born 30, 40 years later. Like, he would be the Gary V You know, without running GE At this point, in my opinion So anyways, I'm gonna leave it there So, Jack Welch You know, you know whatever You you lived a good life You got paid While you fired a lot of people So, you know And then you You, you made the shareholders happy And then you go I made the retirees happy on your 401ks and pensions And I go, well, yeah For 20 years And then for the last 20 years Fucking tank So, thanks We're even now? So I'm gonna leave it there. Thanks for listening. I, I'm not hating on the death. I've been thinking about what happened to G as an investor for a while. But anyways, thanks for listening. Uh subscribe to the A show. Tell your friends. You know, fuck it's you know, whatever. a <laughs> that show at dot Hey, that show and I That's the email. Uh subscribe on Apple Podcast Spotify TuneIn Radio Google Play Music. I'm on everything. Uh, give me five stars. If you don't like it, still give me five stars and then tell me why you don't like me and give me five stars. Alright? Have a great rest of the week. Remember remember to change the clock on Sunday. Remember, we'll check back.